0: This is Dialogue, a podcast series from American Mosaic. This is a uh, very special uh, episode uh, of uh, Dialogue. I'm talking uh, with Silvia in Italy, in uh, Bergamo, uh, not too far from Milan, and the uh, epicenter of the uh, outbreak in uh, Italy. Um, so much to learn uh, from this conversation, Uh, actually talking to uh, a real person uh, who is uh, living uh, through this experience. I think that uh, uh, we have uh, a lot of things uh, perhaps going forward and we may be uh, experiencing uh, something similar. Uh, I certainly hope not, but uh, there is uh, that possibility. So uh, this is uh, a conversation uh, definitely uh, worth uh, listening to. Uh, This was done real time with Zoom. I thought it was very important uh, to hear your story, uh, your experience and how you feel uh, about what you're going through there in Italy. We hear so much here in this country um, about Italy. Italy has been kind of a, a model or every time there's a news uh, uh, story, we always see the curve on what happened in Italy. And that's always a comparison to what's happening uh, in the U.S. or what might happen or projections. And I think a lot of people, uh, you know, they they hear Italy, they don't really understand. And that's why I think uh, this conversation uh is important. So maybe starting with some of the things that you had outlined, tell me about, um, well, kind of how it started there. I thought that was interesting. uh, How in a very short period of time uh, it was all over Italy. And tell me a little bit about that, kind of in the words of what you wrote. And um, go ahead and just go ahead and tell me that.
1: You know what, we were living a normal life uh, like everybody. We were just coming out from New Year's Eve. We were all happy having a festival in San Remo, which is a song festival. And uh, we were planning uh, for my field, for example, the fashion season. So all the fashion shows and, and the showroom selling campaigns and all those kind of stuff, when all of a sudden uh, We started hearing about uh, China, about what was going on there. And it was strange because everything sounded so far, so distant. And we didn't realize that that was something that could have happened here as well. And also, the politicians kept on saying uh, uh, it's not going to happen here. Uh, it, we're going to be safe uh, because we're closing all the, the flights uh, back and forth from China, so we're definitely 100% safe. And then all of a sudden uh, it happened that we woke up and we started uh, listening to new cases in Italy as well, which were still in, we could say, something like uh, normal. The normal um, behavior of the winter diseases. And then uh, all of a sudden, in, uh, uh, during the first week of March, everything shut it down. And our life was shut it down. And uh, we, were, we were shocked, we couldn't realize, but at the same time, we could, we could feel the fear everywhere. And so from night to day, or night to night, we were closed, like prisoners and I would like change it completely. It was like a a spell, like uh, something unreal. And for a few nights I kept on waking up and saying, no, it was a nightmare. It was something that happened in my dreams. It's not real. And then in the morning uh, I, I realized that it was not a nightmare. It was a live nightmare. I was living in the nightmare. So we couldn't we couldn't leave the house, we couldn't we couldn't go outside, we couldn't we couldn't do anything at all about our normal life.
0: Yeah. How about um before I think you had said something about uh everybody the leadership in the country was just saying, well, everything is fine, it's not going to happen here, everything's right? normal. Uh Yes. Uh so so n- nobody, nobody had any warning, no, you didn't have any warning that this was coming?
1: No, at all. We were like on the other side of the world, so it's not going to happen here. It's China, which is a, a different part of the world, like a different planet. We, sometimes everything is so close, and sometimes you feel the distances, and you feel that the distances are so far that we never touch you, and it's not true we are definitely all connected, not only through internet, but in real life.
0: Interesting. That's uh, not dissimilar to uh, some of what uh, was happening or has happened uh, here in the the US. Um, I guess uh, perhaps not preparing or not really thinking that it's going to show up.
1: Um. Yes, but we were shocked uh, looking at the uh, uh, Behaviors of the countries outside of Italy, like uh, not only in the States but even uh, England, uh, uh, like Boris Johnson was making fun of us, or Spain, or France, uh, or or America. We were shocked looking at you and and seeing that you could have prevented, in a way, not not totally, but in a way, uh, what's happening now. Because we were only believing we were living the nightmare. So. We were thinking, why are they doing that? We, we, we didn't understand because it was severe. It was uh, serious. Uh, it was uh, painful. And we were hoping that our life would have helped you in avoiding the same experience. But it didn't happen. And we still don't understand why. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. And we were feeling bad for ourselves and for the others. Because we realized that it was not because of the people, but, but because of politicians, and, and that was bad.
0: Yeah. You're, uh, where, now, say, tell me where exactly, where, where do you live? And you're very close to, I guess, what was the epicenter or of this uh, in Italy, correct?
1: Right, I live in Bergamo, which is uh, 50 kilometers far from Milan, and it's uh, 10 kilometers far from the epicenter because there was an hospital where this disease was uh, was reconna- recognized at the very beginning, like uh, the end of January. But they didn't say anything because uh, um, because uh, industries didn't want it to close the valley, so they decided to keep it. Uh, hidden and the hospital didn't give any communication. So uh, this is why instead of uh, considering it like a, a closed zone where the virus would have been faced uh, and sold, uh, nothing was done. So the thing spread all over, particularly in the city, which is, uh, I hope you saw the movie, is a wonderful city. It's beautiful. It's really... A high lifestyle, but now it's dead.
0: Yeah, what's? um, I was curious. uh, How long have you been um, sort of locked down in your in your home? How long have you been in your home?
1: Three weeks. uh, Three weeks without without moving. <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky because uh, I have a small garden so I can spend most of my time outside when it's sunny. But at the same time, I keep on thinking about all those people who are in 60 square meters, maybe four people. It's really, really tough. It's really un- almost unbearable.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of density uh, uh, there, I'm sure, because uh, people live a lot closer together um, yeah.
1: yeah. Yes.
0: How about... Uh, and,
1: and the problem is also that uh, you, maybe you think about a family like uh, a family of, uh, of a father a mother, and mother two, and two children, but you can all... Maybe there is a grandmother or a grandfather at the same spot. So everybody's in danger. In this way because, of course, the children need to play, they need to go outside, they need to, to play with the others, but at the same time, they cannot, so they are really depressed. At the same time, all people, specifically all people, need to go outside when they, they live a normal life, need to have relationships, so, and they can't, and they are confined in, in a house, maybe in a, in a room, so it's even tougher for them, and maybe sometimes they even are alone at home, like... Uh, Like uh, that cozy story that I told you about of that old woman who just got the phone phone book and and called whoever because she needed to talk to somebody. She needed to have some light outside of her room. So she called this guy and after a few phone calls who failed, in reality, she found this man who was on the phone with her for an hour. And they talk, and they talk about life and about uh, memories, about everything. And in the end, she, she, she told him, you gave me life today. And this made me think a lot.
0: That's a good story. Um, it's real. Yeah. Uh, tell me about what's uh, the numbers there. I, you know, we get some information. And uh, how many cases and how many people are dying a day? Too
1: too many, too many. In Italy, we have an average of 800, 900 for the country, and almost 500 are in Lombardy, in my region, in my country. They are too many, and they say that the estimate is low. They are about uh, three times lower than what they are, because oftentimes people do not go to hospitals, so they cannot be considered in the numbers, but they die at home. Because they say, don't move from home. Don't move until you really cannot stand it anymore. So in reality, people stay at home. And maybe sometimes they don't even have the chance to have oxygen at home. And they die at home. Plus, uh, there is this... Uh, problem of uh, the rest houses uh, where lots of old people are all together and they didn't even consider to isolate these places uh, to to keep them safe from visitors. So what happens is that now like 20, 30, 40 people at the same time, they're dying inside these rest houses because they got the virus and they're all old. So they are victims of
0: this How is this being handled? How does the system handle these kinds of numbers?
1: They they didn't handle until, uh, for the rest houses, until it happened. And uh, for what concerns the the dads, uh, uh, they do not have, uh, they don't have space anymore. So they, as you you probably saw on TV, there are these uh, army cars they come and you take all the deaths outside that they would be uh, taken to the crematory and then they come back. And you do not even have the, the opportunity to say bye. You cannot say bye. This is one of the worst thing for the COVID. You cannot say bye to your love. And you don't see him anymore. You just they just disappear. You don't see them anymore. I cannot even Imagine
0: wow. the pain. Uh, this is why uh, I wanted to have this conversation. I don't think uh, people realize what's coming here. Um, you know, you said we don't see, uh, you know, everything f- from there. We don't see. We don't see what you just talked about. Uh, we see a graph. We see a chart. We see numbers right um, you know and we really don't see photographs uh, and um,
1: it's very hard to connect numbers to people numbers to names exactly or to faces yes it's very
0: difficult exactly um, but they are yeah you know, very much um, and I th- I'm kind of interested in uh, I, you know I, I think that the uh, maybe if nothing else out of this that we're finding new ways to connect uh, we're thinking about other people more than we had in the past uh, we're thinking yes. beyond ourselves uh, um, we kind of realize that we need each other maybe more than we ever have in a long time yes um, what's happening there with uh people uh, trying to reach out and talk to one another. Uh, I think you had mentioned something about social media a little bit. Uh, talk to me about that yes, a little bit.
1: Yes, usually you say, oh, social media, you are into that phone and you don't talk to the other anymore. <laughs> it's true, but it, I, I think that if, if, if in normal times this is true, it's like a, an isolation tool. In these times, uh, it saved all of us. It gave us the opportunity to talk and to meet, uh, even virtually, but with, to meet with other people, and so we can stand this isolation a little bit more. And uh, you can uh, you can get in touch even with people that you don't hear for such a long time. And at the same time, it's still something that that is needed. Uh, that you need to, to, to just don't feel alone for the human part and what concerns uh, work uh, it gives you the opportunity to keep on working and keeping you in the loop of things and uh, updated on what's going on or or the projects so they are definitely
0: essential important very important yeah Yeah, I, I think uh You had mentioned something about, uh, you know, your daily routine. We're all coming into, uh, (laughs) you've been doing this for over three weeks. Uh, Some places here have only been doing it for one week. Uh, You're lucky. (laughs) But it's learning learning how to live in your space and uh, without leaving your space. You do everything. Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I try to do as much as I can. I saw so much movies about animals and tigers and turtles and whatever I could see. And then uh, you realize that you need to move. That's that's the most important thing. You need to move. And I'm used to move a lot, to walk a lot, and to, to just do thousands of things every day. And all of a sudden, you are stuck at home. So... Well in a way, it's good because I starting a training a regular training which is putting me in great shape <laughs> and I hope that when everything will be finished, we will be able to go to 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 the seaside in great shape
0: <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to look at it yeah
1: we need to find a solution in our mind
0: uh, yeah that's uh I think that maybe uh, for some people uh it, it the uh, it's certainly, it's the mental health is going to be uh, a big issue. Um, yes,
1: definitely, yes. Uh, the The worst part to me is that because the time is so longer, we're getting used to numbers, like in the numbers of deaths or uh, the infected people, to huge numbers that we would have never imagined. And we're getting used to that. And... This is scaring to me because uh, if in normal times uh, we heard about an accident with five people, five people dying uh, during the night or whatever, we were thinking, oh my gosh, that's bad accident. And now we are hearing like 800 deaths every day and we're almost getting used to that. If, if tomorrow they would say that we have 400 deaths, uh, we will be happy. Can you imagine? It's It's a monster. Because in reality there are four hundred die people, but they are less than eight or nine hundred. So we we would conceive it as an improvement. But that scares me a lot because uh, we we have to be very careful not to go towards any insensitivity, which would really kill us.
0: Yeah. How about uh, I was interested in. Uh how italy is going to come out of this is it going to be a different italy is it going to be a different place is it going to change
1: we already changed we are uh, a very uh, lovely and lovely country we are thinking we are enjoying life. Uh, It's food, it's beauties, it's ancient places, uh, art, uh, summer, seasides, uh, everything is beautiful. And and the way of life is very pleasant, even with all the problems, of course, we have behind us. But um, now... There is a fear everywhere, so we are changing our contacts. We use, for example, when we meet somebody, we we used to hug and kiss, it's normal. Um, We will not do that anymore for a long time. We will spend a lot of time uh, um, um, avoiding people, or keeping the distance uh, because we, con- we already consider the other as a possible enemy for our health. Uh, so we are changing. We are, we are already changing our lifestyle. But we will probably reborn with a different life, uh, with a different uh, approach, uh, maybe with, with more sensitivity towards life uh, and towards uh, how life is uh, a feather. This is something that I learned a a long time ago because of of the problems that I had in my family, but I think that this will be in everybody's mind now. We really need to consider life a gift for today.
0: I wonder if, um, you know, I think of this as not uh, just a local I think, you know, in, in the U.S. or where I'm located in the U.S., um, this is a global thing. It seems like this is going to change relationships globally and how we view one another. Um, I hope that it makes us feel like we're all together uh, rather than uh, continues to perf- maybe even more division that we have certainly in this country you know how divisive we are and how polarized uh, it's us versus them there's a lot of that and we have well uh, it's being promoted at the top of the country I mean uh, in, the divisiveness is, serves the purpose uh, for uh, a lot of people they benefit from it but um, uh what you just said made me think that uh, it's possible that uh, we're still going to look at uh, us versus them, or you know, maybe they've got it and I don't, so I'll stay away, or uh, maybe...
1: Well, it's true, but at the same time, now we are realizing that us and them doesn't make any sense if we need to survive. It's all together. We can only survive if we are all together, if, we're, if there is a strength to survive all together. It's, it's as, as you can see, this virus doesn't, doesn't choose. It's, it's, it's facing everybody, from, from kings to, to poor people. And, and this should be, I think it will go inside everybody's mind. Like, uh, we are human beings. And facing difficulties put us in front of the only important thing. We are, we need to be all together. Otherwise we won't survive. And this I think that these thing is the first time that it ever happened in in our history for all the countries. And it has to teach us something. And, and you know maybe. Also it would be different when when we meet and we say, Hi, how are you? And then we go and we walk away. Who cares? <laughs> I mean I'd ask you, how are you doing? But then nobody cares about the answer. And now I realize that when, when we ask how are you, I wanna listen how are you? How you are. If you feel good, if you feel safe.
0: I, I like something that you had said uh, about, uh, it has a different meaning when you say, how are you now? It, it has a very different meaning. It, uh, yes. It really means something now.
1: I right, guess.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I heard something today that is very interesting that says, we need, uh, uh, we need prudence and audacity. We need to be prudent and we need to be careful from now on, we need to respect the rules now because we need to go over this and we need to change our behavior from now on. But at the same time, we need to be audacious. We need to, to, to grab life uh, and to convince ourselves that we will go on and we will make it better. And I think the, the two things need to go hand by hand if, if we want to yeah. go over
0: well, this is, a, this is a great conversation. I really appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Dialogue from an American Mosaic. If you like this podcast series, uh, please subscribe. Uh, tell your friends and uh, give a like, a comment, uh, or anything else that you can do on the platform that you listen on. Thank you for listening.